Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to step into your power, find alignment, and create a life that you love using holistic methods, interviews with industry leaders, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host and health and wellness bestie, Amanda Chills, and I'm so proud of you for choosing to step into the root of your power. Hello and welcome, y'all. If you have a minute and wouldn't mind doing me a huge solid, head on over to Apple Podcasts. The link is in the description and leave me a five-star review. This helps rank the show higher so that it gets in front of more people and more people benefit. And if you know someone who could find this episode useful, go ahead and share it with them as well. The goal of this is that people like you get help and learn something. So please, by all means, share it. Sharing is the oxygen that really grows this fire to help more people. If you are on YouTube, go ahead and leave me a comment. That also helps me out in the algorithm. I appreciate you guys so hard for taking the time to listen. None of this is possible without you. Now let's get back to the episode. Hello, podcast fam, and welcome to this week's episode. We are going to be talking about love languages. Now, if you have never heard of love languages, don't fret. We're going to go over them. And if you have heard of love languages, congrats to you. You're doing dope stuff. Now, this was first developed by a man named Gary Chapman, who wrote in his book, The Five Love Languages. So this is the way that people receive and give love. Pretty simple definition, right? So this is one of those things that is simple, but not necessarily easy. So discerning how you give and receive love and figuring out how your partner gives and receives love, hopefully is just a conversation. I'm gonna teach you how to have that conversation. But first, let's go over what the five love languages are. So many, many people spend time, they take a quiz online, there's a hundred of them. Um, and they figure out what their love language is. Where most people don't get the whole picture is they take the quiz and the quiz tells you what your love language is, how you receive love, but it does not tell you how you give love. And what I have found is very often those two don't line up. So we will come back to that, but let's go over the five love languages. So the first one is words of affirmation. So this is verbally telling someone how much you care about them, hearing how much they care about you, saying things like, hey, you're a great partner. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for making dinner. You are super hot and I love it. Oh, I just love your little tushy. I wanna pinch it. Those are all words of affirmation. It can be things like leaving notes, uh, leaving little love notes. It can be things like shout outs on social media. Hey, my WCW or my MCM or this is Bay. All of those things are words of affirmation. You've maybe seen those shirts that the couples have where it's like, if lost, return to Nancy. And then the woman's shirt says, I'm Nancy. 
that can be words of affirmation too. Anything you're verbally doing or in writing to express how much you care about your partner or what they're doing to express how much they care about you. The second one is quality time. How do you spend time with your partner? Do you go on trips together? Do you watch TV together? Do you make sure that if you are on a date or out to dinner that your cell phones are not in front of your face? Um, quality time can be building a hobby together. It can be cooking dinner, doing the dishes, watching a movie, any, anything where you're just spending close together time. So one-on-one -on -one time is very important for these people. They like to have one-on-one -on -one conversations. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't like a group, but it does mean that one-on-one -on -one time is very important to them. Our next one is acts of service. So these are things that you do for your partner or that they do for you. Um, if you are working very long hours, do they clean the house for you or make sure that every morning you have coffee ready? Speaking of coffee, let me just take a sip of my coffee real quick. Acts of service can be doing chores. It can be um, helping you with a project that you need help with, rewording something or helping you get really anything done that you need to get done. Picking up groceries when they know that you're gonna work late, cooking dinner if they know that you have been out of town and you're coming back tonight, tuning up your car making sure you get your oil changed or your tires rotated, um, sweeping, letting you sleep in. That's an act of service that speaks to my own heart because if you know me, you know that sleeping is one of my favorite things to do. Um, acts of service can be something simple like, well, like any of the things that we mentioned. I ran out of things. The next one is gifts. So this one is probably the easiest to explain. What is a gift? Something where you think of someone and then you give it to them. It could be a candle, a massage, um, a newspaper clipping where you thought of them or a jewelry, right? That one is common. It could be a car. Listen, if you want to buy me a car, I will take one. Um, the new Broncos. Hello. 2020 Bronco or a 1970s version. Really either is good with me. Just drop it off at my house. Thanks a lot. Um, gifts could be a gift certificate. It could be money. It could be a card. Something where it just shows, hey, I was thinking of you. You're important to me. And the last one is physical touch. Now, when I say physical touch, most people think sexy time and like you're not wrong sex is physical touch although if you have figured out a way to have sex without physically touching uh let me know because that is fascinating and i would love to hear more about it um so physical touch can also be things like holding hands it can be things like cuddling or for example have you ever seen like cats kind of pile on to each other it can be something like that 
this is one of the reasons people like weighted blankets so much because it puts pressure on your system and it feels like someone is laying on top of you. Humans are wired for physical touch. When babies are preemies, if they get physical touch, their chances of surviving and thriving are exponentially higher than babies who do not get physical touch. So side note, there are many NICU units who actually have touch volunteers where they'll just go like touch the babies. Um, so if you're looking for somewhere to volunteer and you love babies, that may be something for you. So physical touch can be a lot more than sex. And it can be sex. So, you know, have more of it. If any of these are ring familiar to you and they're like, oh, damn, that's definitely the one that I like. Congrats, you just found your love language. Now, the other thing we want to do here is also recognize what you give. So, for example, I love quality time. I'm going to bring it back to cats again. So, you know, if you've had a cat, then you understand this. And if you haven't had a cat, I feel sorry for you. Get one. They're lovely, lovely, wonderful animals. Cats will spend time in the same room with you, but won't necessarily be all up in your business like a dog will. Now, don't hate on me dog people because I have a dog too and I love her. Um, so cats will spend time in the same room and they'll be like, yeah, we chill and we bros, but not necessarily laying against you or laying on you or sometimes they do that too, you know, if you have a cat. Um, but they just like to spend time with you, kind of like an introvert likes to spend time together. So perhaps you are um, watching a baseball game and both on your computers or you are taking a long car ride together, something like that. So one of the ways that I like to receive love is quality time. I want my partner to spend time with me. I don't care if we're doing anything. I just want them to spend time with me. The other one, and if you know me, you know this is extremely true, is words of affirmation. I am very needy in that respect. I want people to tell me how great I am all the time. Um, I never get tired of it, like ever in life. This is one of the reasons I'm also such a hype woman. I understand that if I need this, probably a lot of other people need this too. So my ways that I receive love are words of affirmation and acts, oh, sorry, quality time. The way that I give love is gifts and physical touch. So if my partner doesn't line up with that, I'm basically gonna be like, hey, I love you, but all they're gonna hear me speak is like Japanese and they don't speak Japanese. I'm speaking English. They're hearing Japanese. Does that make sense? Something gets miscommunicated. If we are not speaking to our partner in the way that they receive love, there is a miscommunication. So even though we might be working so hard to show them that we love them, if they're not receiving the same signal we're sending, that's a problem. Now they're like, my partner doesn't love me. And you're over here like, what do you mean, dude? I'm doing all these things for you. And they're like, yeah, but what I really need is physical touch. And it's like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. This is why it's important to understand the difference between how you receive and how you give love. Digesting so far, still with me? So to go over them again, they are words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, 
gifts and physical touch. I encourage you to take a quiz online. There are a million of them. Have your partner take a quiz. Now they might boo-hoo and tell you it's silly and you just tell them, listen, Amanda recommended that we do this and we're both gonna be happier because we did it. So you're welcome, people, take a quiz. Um, and then have a conversation. What does it look like for you? So for example, if the only way that your partner knows how to do physical touch is sex and you would like other forms, then that needs to be a conversation. Perhaps you like cuddling, perhaps you like spooning, perhaps you like holding hands, but if they don't know to do those things for you, then they're not going to do those things for you. And then we have a big miscommunication because you feel unloved and they're trying to communicate that they do love you. So we wanna make sure that the message we're sending and the message received is very clear, which is why we dig into these five love languages. As another example, if your partner loves giving gifts, and every time you get a gift, you're like, I don't need anything. Why do you keep spending money? That's going to probably be a big wedge in your communication. So we definitely want to talk about how our partner sends love, how we receive it, and how they can match up. Now, at this point, you may also ask yourself, self, where do we learn these love languages? Like, where do they come from? Well, self. <laughs> like most things, our love languages are learned by what we see in relationships. So, for example, um, if you grew up in a household where your parents were very physically affectionate, they were always holding hands or touching or, um, you know, putting their hand through their hair, anything like that, then what got communicated to you was that love is physical touch. So that may be, not always, but it may be or will probably be one of your love languages because where do we learn how to act in relationships? From our caregivers. If you grew up, um, let's take it on the other side of the spectrum, let's say you grew up with a family or a father who was unkind, who was abusive, but he always apologized by bringing gifts for the family or for his partner. What you're going to learn is that gifts are how you show love. You're also going to learn a lot of other very unhelpful things in that scenario. And we'll talk about that in another podcast, but I, I want to stick to love languages here. If how he always apologized and showed affection was gifts, then you're going to think, oh, well, this is what love is. This is how people show love to me. So you may expect gifts and you may give acts of service. You may give something else. So we learn and we figure out what our love languages are based on what we grew up in. Now that doesn't mean you can't change them. That just is something to be aware of when you keep it up here in like your own little personal iCloud. So if we know what our love languages are, we can tell them to our partner so they can love us. And something I hear a lot is people say, Amanda, I don't want to tell my partner how to love me. They should just know. To which I say, hog wash. That is completely ridiculous. Four wheeler going by. Now that is completely ridiculous. How realistic, if you hear nothing I say today, 
It is completely unrealistic and insane to expect your partner who did not grow up with you, who has not lived in your family, a whole totally different person to just know how to love you. If you have this mindset, I can almost guarantee that there are many miscommunications in your relationship. How do we fix that? We teach our partner how to love us. You have to teach the people in your life how to love you because they may be doing the best that they can. They may have grown up with gifts and you may have grown up with physical touch. So if all they know is gifts and all you receive is physical touch, there is a big miscommunication there. They do not know that unless you tell them. They're over here doing the best that they can and you're over here doing the best that you can, but things don't have to be so hard. It can be a lot easier. So trust when I say, you have to teach your partner, friends, coworkers, family, whatever, how to love you, how to treat you. If what you need are words of affirmation, you're like me. We have to tell our partner that. For example, um, sometimes I had an ex once who I called and I was like, hey, I look so cute today and I want you to come over and tell me how cute I am because nobody mentioned it. And you may be like, oh my God, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, but, or heard. But I wanted someone to tell me I was cute. I wanted words of affirmation. So he said, are you serious? And I said, dead ass serious. Come over when you're passing by. And to his credit, he came over to the house and he said, you look so pretty. And I said, thank you so much. And he said, can I go now? And I was like, that was literally all I needed from you. So he stepped up because I asked him to, but he would never have done that if I hadn't asked because his, it's not in his brain to just be like, oh, I better stop by the house and tell Amanda she looks pretty today. No, no, no. We have to ask for what we need. So one of the beautiful things about love languages is once you know what yours is, you can start asking for what you need because it is not your partner's responsibility to just know to get a divine download of everything that you need. That is not real. That's not real. That's something that is propaganda. Not real. Your partner does not know what you need all the time. You have to tell them. So once you know your love language, you can say, aha, ha ha self, I love quality time. And then you can start asking your partner for that. Hey, babity bibbity bobbity boo could we um explore a new place for dinner this week could we go on a hike together could we would you sit down and watch a movie with me now because your partner is an adult hopefully or you're both children right let's make sure the age is correct there um they can choose to do or not do that thing for you hopefully they say yes, or they try as best they can to meet that. They may say, oh, I don't, I don't really have time for a hike, but um, why don't we go on a short walk around the neighborhood together? But if they just say no, that gives you some pretty good information. And that's also an opportunity to dig a little deeper. Well, why don't you wanna do those things with me? Why can't you do that? And they may say, oh, I'm so busy at work or 
blah, blah, blah. And then it's just problem solving. Okay, what do you need to get done at work so that we can do this thing that I need? And then we start building a relationship where we ask for what we need, which is your job, and they meet that need. Or if they can't, they explain why. And then we just have a whole bunch of communication going on and life is all the more beautiful because of it. So to recap, five love languages. How you give and how you receive are very likely different. Take a quiz, have your partner take a quiz, figure it out. They are words of affirmation, saying I love you, you're great, I appreciate you, I'm so lucky to be with you. Quality time, spending one-on-one -on -one time together, doing whatever it is you guys enjoy. Acts of service, doing something for your partner. Gifts, pretty self-explanatory, giving them a thing. Physical touch, sex, holding hands, laying on top of each other like cats, whatever it is for you guys. What you give and how you get are often very different, so be careful that you are just aware of that difference. Taking another drink of coffee, sorry. Now, love languages can be useful in more than just romantic relationships. They can be useful in friendships. For example, if your friend um, is really overwhelmed and they, uh, let's say they're a single parent and they're you know at work because they have to afford children, which is wildly expensive, and they're just, they cannot get to their chores because again, they have children who, you know, take up a lot of time. Perhaps if we know that one of the ways that we show love is acts of service, we can start showing up for a friend in that way. We can go over and do dishes or clean or um, if the way that you give love is gifts, you could perhaps get the single parent a spa day or you know what I'm gonna babysit your kids for the night you go do whatever and while you're there you help them clean or something like that if one of them is physical touch perhaps they just need a really long hug because they're overwhelmed and it is hard if it's words of affirmation it could be hey I see you working so hard like you're killing it you are really really showing your kids how much you love them and I am so impressed by you. I am so proud of you. You're really doing a great job. I see you. And quality time maybe just going over to spend time with them and the kiddos. Does that make sense? So now we can start doing it with friends in our life. What about your your parents if you're close with them? How do you show them using your love language that you care about them? Most parents as they grow older just want to spend time with their kids. So that could be, you know, in the time of Corona, it could be video chat. It could be if you are thinking of them and we're going to do gifts, you could send them something that reminds you of them. Um, I went to Asheville this, uh, uh, timelines are wonky with me, maybe two weeks ago. And I got my dad one of those puzzle things, you know, like, uh, it's like made out of iron. It's like a... It's kind of here or there. I got him a present and then I got my mom a present and they were so stoked that I like thought of them while I was on my trip and it was so cute. Um, 
once you start thinking about this, you can really start placing people kind of like a Hogwarts house. You can start placing people in whatever act of service that they align with most. And that is a very valuable skill because it opens up your friendship because it opens up your friendship to better communication. So please start applying this to your life, to your friendships, especially to your romantic partners and tell me how it goes. If you need more clarification, please let me know. If you have questions, email me rootofpowerpodcast at gmail.com. If you have an episode idea, email me. I love episode ideas. I'm happy to talk on whatever it is that you need. Okay, fam, that is it. So let me know how it goes for you. Which love language are you? Which one do you identify with? And which one do you think your partner is? Or if not your partner, a friend or a parent? Let me know. All right, y'all be good.